What is up, Level Up Nation, and welcome to the June 2nd edition of Level Up Live, your home for gaming and esports news, brought to you by OTN Media. My name is Fiasco, but you can call me John, and I am joined by the world's first LeChonk Pokemon trainer. I am talking about the king of the courtside, the courtside king, and the Pokemon trainer of the new favorite Pokemon heard around the world, LeChonk. It's Joey. What's up, buddy? So LeChonky, John. It has been quite the week. We've had some great gaming announcements, but you and I have also been getting our butts kicked at work, I feel like, as well. Uh, Joey, you did not know this, but I'll tell you this now that we're live as well. Um... So uh, something that is not in my job title at work is uh, uh, not offloading an 18-wheeler of <laughs> 1,600 pounds of insulation. Uh, Joey, that's what I did today uh, after our lovely delivery driver, driver decided to uh, just push two pallets of insulation off the truck, uh, fell all over the back alley, and I spent a solid hour carrying 1,600 pounds of insulation into our storage unit. Um, and then I went to the gym afterwards because I hate myself. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, so, yes, work has literally uh, physically and mentally been kicking my butt. <laughs> I mean, that's always the first thing that comes to mind for me in the summer, too. I just really want to build more insulation into my house. So I'm glad to hear those shipments are coming out soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was like $8,000 worth of insulation that they just Ooh. dropped off. Anywho, Nation, this is not an insulation podcast. Believe it or not, this is about gaming and esports. Yeah, that's right. It's Level Up Live. Do not adjust your Twitch feed. Or your podcast stream, you are in the right place, which also means you should be following us on social media because that way you can double check to make sure you're in the right place. Twitter and Facebook at Level Up Live. That's at LVLUP Live. And while you're on Twitter, make sure to give Joey myself a follow. That is at Courtside King for Joey at Fiasco for myself. And we can interact there as well. You don't have to just tune in Thursday nights. And Nation, as well, oh, as a reminder, pardon me. Uh, the live show is the place to be here on Twitch, but have no fear. If you can't catch a live show, we do have a podcast version of the show. Check out the Level Up podcast available on your podcatcher of choice. Just look us up. We're there for you. Also, patreon.com slash OTN. If you have a spare dollar or two, uh, consider giving it to OTN. That's all I'm going to say there. Check out patreon.com slash OTN. All right, Joey. We have a fantastic show. It is the gaming time of year. Uh, we have a ton of gaming announcements and gaming showcases coming up. What are we talking about today on episode, oh my gosh, 280 of Level Up Live? Yeah, we're definitely getting up there in the numbers tonight, guys. Not a super formal show, not really going over too much of what happened this week, but more looking ahead. We have Summer Game Fest slash not E3, depending what you want to call it, coming up in the upcoming weeks. Kind of kicked off this week. We had Pokemon Presents on June 1st. Today, we had the PlayStation State of Play that ran about 30 minutes long. And there is so much more to come, so we'll be hitting that schedule, talking about some predictions, some hopes, and all the good stuff like that. Absolutely, Joe. Before we can even preview anything on the show here tonight, of course, we have to talk about our drink of choice. Joey, I will let you go first because I am a gentleman and a scholar. Uh, Joey, what is your beverage of choice for uh, episode 280? John, I am back to the Lion Aslan here. I have Johan the Mango Thief making its return to the podcast, one of my favorites. Uh, it is an IPA chat. I know some of you not the biggest fans. This one's a silky IPA, though. It's smooth, like almost as if you're touching a peach, but with your mouth. And Johan is a thief? I mean, I feel like... Uh, I mean, like... I guess he's stealing mangoes, and that's how this comes together. I'm not really quite sure, but, I mean, if he's a thief, he's stolen my palate because this thing is beautiful. Hold on. Um, nine... One, mm. I like to I like to go ahead and report a a, a thief a, a a a robbery at Aslan Brewery, if you will. Uh, Joey, sounds good. Um, you can enjoy your IPAs. Um, I'm having water. I, I'm being lame today. I, I apologize, chat. Uh, I need water. I am uh, thirsty after carrying 1,600 pounds of insulation. Let's put it that way. I am I am exhausted. And water is your friend. Stay hydrated, friends. It's getting hot out there, Joey. It was like 150 degrees, it felt like, outside today. Mainly because I have an office job, so going outside is never fun. Joey, we have our topics. We have our beverages. Uh, again, uh, this is Level Up Live. It is not an installation podcast. So, again, thank you for tuning in to the correct place for your gaming and esports news. Joey, let's get right into our first gigantic list on our show notes. Let's get into... Summer Game Fest, not E3 2022 light preview. Let's go. 
Absolutely, guys. We are about to insulate you with gaming and esports news tonight. There is so much going on. As John said, he's been carrying the load around the office, but we're going to hope to carry the load together tonight. Looking at the schedule, so this is pretty much the all-encompassing summer games schedule. Some of it is part of Summer Game Fest. Some of it is just separate and doing its own thing, but it all kind of falls into this conglomerate of something we used to call E3, but it's not around this year, so we're not quite sure what to call it. Uh, but the majority does fall under the Summer Game Fest umbrella. So that's kind of the way we're going to lean, at least for now. Uh, May 17th, we had the 505 Games Showcase. We talked about that a couple podcasts ago. This week, June 1st, Pokemon Presents. We got a new look at Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Those are releasing late November, mid-November. I think it's like the 23rd, something like that. Uh, bringing some of those open-world characteristics in from Pokemon Legends Arceus. Then we have PlayStation State of Play, June 2nd. That one happened today. I think I did not see it live, John. I'm not sure if you had the chance to. Uh, but a lot of good information out there uh, for those PC players. Spider-Man is coming to PC, so big stuff there. On top of that, we got to look at some VR stuff with VR2 coming out, or PSVR2, rather, in a couple... Well, we don't exactly know the release date, but it should be somewhat soon. Did I freeze on your end, or are we still good? No, you're good. Okay, cool. The Twitch thing froze over here. Um, yeah, so we'll go over some of that news tonight as well. We have the Sega Project Reveal on June 3rd, so that one's coming tomorrow. Not 100% sure what that is, but it should be a new project from Sega. We have Modern Warfare 2. They've set their worldwide reveal for June 8th. I don't know what their worldwide reveal is. I feel like they've been revealing stuff for weeks now. I don't know. We have the release date already, so maybe this is a first look at the campaign, which I think we're going to get more of during Summer Game Fest opening night as well. So not 100% sure, but something Modern Warfare 2 is coming on June 8th. Over to June 9th, we have Jeff Keighley's big Summer Game Fest kickoff. That's the big live event he does, 90 to 120 minutes typically. You get guests. We have Dwayne The Rock Johnson coming. He's been confirmed. A number of games to be shown there as well. Continuing down the schedule, June 9th is the Day of the Devs. Uh, this is run by Tim Schafer over at Double Fine, the creator behind Psychonauts 2. Uh, really just diving into indie games and looking at some of that scene and what is to come from those fresh minds of indie developers. June 10th, we have the IGN Summer of Gaming Expo. Uh, and very little details on this so far, but a bunch of different developers, particularly smaller developers or big, big developers, no one really in between, end up partnering with IGN here. So we'll see some new looks at probably some new indie games as well as maybe some more coverage of AAA games that still try to get stuff out there. Again, Call of Duty's been everywhere. Wouldn't be surprised if we see some Call of Duty info coming out there as well. Uh, John, for us TV watchers, June 10th is Netflix Geeked Gaming Day. So that's going to be diving into all different new Netflix shows. In particular, I believe that Friday version is going to be game-specific. So we'll probably see stuff on like Resident Evil that's coming to Netflix. Um, there's a Sony IP coming to Netflix. I don't remember which one. I don't think it's God of War. I think it might be Horizon is the Netflix one. But anyway, there's a bunch of different game IPs. Cyberpunk is coming as a TV series for Netflix. So we should be seeing new looks and all of that goodness over there. Continuing on, the Tribeca Game Spotlight also on June 10th before June 11th, where we have the Gorilla Collective and the Wholesome Direct over there. That brings us, brings us to the biggest show left on the clock. That's Xbox and Bethesda. They're going to have somewhere around a 90 to 120 minute show on June 12th followed by the PC gaming show and then the future game show as well. This isn't everything. Uh, supposedly, there should be more announced. John, I think we'll get another Nintendo Direct, I would assume, like the 13th or 14th of June, and then maybe another one later that month. But as of right now, this is quite a hefty list. Yeah, um, it's a LeChonky list, if you ask me. <laughs> um, I'm just going to keep saying that because LeChonk is by far, I think, everyone's new favorite Pokemon. I think he evolves into LeThick. Uh, so we'll have to Love see with, uh, with three C's. Uh, yeah, uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, again, this is the time of year that gamers get excited, where we get to see uh, games that are coming out soon. We get to see what the plans are for the future of gaming. Uh, and also, it's going to be a great idea to see what the state of game development is coming out of lockdown for a pandemic that we've had for past two years. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see um, where everything's at. Uh, super excited. I mean, there's some great titles in here. Obviously, Pokemon Presents is going to be one of the bigger ones with Scarlet and Violet uh, being revealed. Uh, I have Nintendo Switch Envy at the moment. I really want a Nintendo Switch now so I can play. Joey, I don't know about you. I've pretty much already picked what version of the game I want to get. I want to get Violet. Uh, what Violet's about you? the way I'm leaning Violet? as well. Yeah, because uh, purple is just a badass color. 
Uh, so yeah, uh, that's what I'm kind of do, but but also that's like a three hundred dollar investment for me because I have to get the switch first and then the game. Uh, so that'll be interesting. We'll see if I actually do that. Obviously, anytime you have a, a state of play for PlayStation, uh, it's always big news. PlayStation's still uh, the top selling console in most countries around the world. Uh, Sony uh, really trying to play catch up with the Xbox Game Pass, uh, being its main competitor out there. Also, we saw some plans. Uh, that Sony is uh, coming out with uh, for their uh, quasi version of an Xbox Game Pass, which has a lot of gamers excited on the on the Sony PlayStation side. Uh, so hopefully we'll see more news about that, more games possibly coming there, as well as other games in development uh, for the PlayStation platform as well. Super excited for that. Um, Netflix, Joey, uh, for us TV watchers, because uh, that sounds like weird. Uh, okay, how does that sound? That's not that bad. Well, I mean, it was the way you phrased it. It was like, John, for, for, for us TV watchers, it's oh just like, oh, what, are you, so you going to sit here and tell me you don't watch Twitch 24-7 while you're at work or anything like that? I mean, that's <laughs> that's responsible, Joey. How dare you? Um, yeah, uh, so I'm excited for this. Obviously, um, the one thing I'm more worried about on Netflix currently is finishing the recent season of Stranger Things. Uh, it is absolutely fantastic so far, just about three episodes in. Uh, sorry, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and uh, that's been taking up my time, and uh, full confession, The Circle on Netflix has been taking up my time as well, because uh, trash reality TV, who doesn't love that? Uh, let's see here, uh, going down the list, what else am I excited for? Obviously, Xbox Bethesda is going to be a fantastic show. Uh, PC gaming show and future game show, I feel like coming after Xbox Bethesda is a little bit of a letdown, uh, because just it's so massive, that Xbox Bethesda showcase. Uh, that it just it, it just feels like it falls a little bit right afterwards. It usually hits right after one another. Uh, so uh, super exciting, though. I mean, I know we have a lot of really cool plans centered around a lot of these uh, uh, showcases uh, and uh, information coming out here for these games. So I know we here at Level Up and OTN are super excited to bring everyone additional content. In addition, that's why I said additional before, I'm going to say it again. In addition to everything else we do here, uh, bringing gaming and esports news to you. So super excited again uh, for the first half of June because it's just going to be an epic, epic time for gamers everywhere. You love to see it, John. I've added something to the notes since you brought it up. Uh, Stranger Things and Xbox have partnered up for a special edition Series S. Uh, now that I've started watching the new season, this brings, uh, let's just say, a lot more meaning to this design. So it can be a little spoilerly. I didn't really get any spoilers looking at it before, but now like looking back at the season, it's very interesting to see the design choice they went with. But if you want to pull that up on stream here. Got it. It has like a Ghostbusters vibe. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it definitely has an interesting vibe. And if you scroll down, there's a zoomed in version as well. I believe it's supposed to be a cassette tape that we are looking at here. So it kind of looks like an old VCR or cassette tape player. Oh, you have the Stranger yeah, it's Things an old logo cassette tape player. Yeah. yeah, with the Hellfire Club. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay, I see it now. And then I think yeah. the like speaker thing is actually supposed to be a speaker of sorts in here as well. So it's interesting. Well, yes, it's it kind is. of a cool design. Yeah, everyone made a joke that it was like a, like a Taco Bell drive-through speaker box. Taco Bell, please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> and uh, now it's a speaker on a cassette player. Uh, so for our for our Gen Z listeners, uh, a cassette tape. Um, which was pretty quickly phased out for us millennials. Uh, think of it like a gigantic uh, or a smaller version of a VCR. To, um, okay, VCR. You don't know what VCR is, is either for, for that. Um, uh, be kind and rewind. You don't know that slogan either. I'm so sorry. Uh, boomer alert. Uh, yeah, so audio was played on this. Think of it like an iPod uh, or pardon me, an, a, uh, yeah, an iPod that plays music, except if you want to rewind, you have to physically rewind the tape. Yeah, it sucked. Uh, so yeah, digital. I love it. This is great. Uh, no one, no one under the age of twenty knows what this is. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's definitely hitting the older crowd. But for those watching Stranger Things, maybe you'll get some of the references since that one is held. What is it? The eighties that that's around, if I remember correctly, uh, somewhere around the eighties time period. Like so the eighties, yeah. Yeah, some really cool hints with design choices here based on the new season. Again, that is now live on Netflix. We're not sponsored by Netflix. It's just a cool show if you guys want to go check it out. And you do have those Netflix subs. If you don't, I believe it's a perk in Game Pass as well right now. So go ahead and check that out. Yeah, do it before they uh, raise your prices again. And then uh, make sure you can't share your account anymore because their profits are down for less and less original programming. And programming that doesn't suck. Yeah, I said it, Netflix. That's why you won't sponsor us. Get over it. 
<laughs> Yay, Netflix. And they're working on games, guys. So if you're into games as well, which I'm sure most of our listeners are, they will be doing some kind of game stuff. Right now, they have some like interactive, let's call them story elements within Netflix. But it sounds like they're about to go a little bit harder into game design, and I'm curious to see what that ends up like. I could see it being a bunch of mobile games, but who knows? Maybe they go the cloud way, uh, like NVIDIA and Microsoft, and we eventually see some cloud gaming coming from them as well. Okay, a lot of tonight's show is going to be about predictions, about thoughts of games to come. But before we go into that, since Summer Game Fest has kind of officially started here with the PlayStation State of Play, and we got a lot of new info from that today, it ran about 30 minutes long, and there's quite a bit to cover. So we're just going to hit some of those bigger announcements and then roll into our thoughts, predictions, uh, maybe tease some announcements we do know about and all that good stuff as well. Kicking things off, John, Resident Evil 4, the remake. We mentioned it. I thought it was going to be announced back in March. It took a few more months, but it has been officially announced. It will be debuting on March 23rd, 2023, announced in today's State of Play with a new trailer. And on top of that, we do have the platforms, which I don't have in front of me, but I did post on Discord, discord.me forward slash OTN in the gaming chat channel. Uh, it looks like those will be PS5, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, and PC. So coming to all the major consoles outside of Nintendo Switch, but only this gen, not last gen anymore. John, I know you're a big Resident Evil fan. You oh, totally. really get excited when it comes oh, to yeah. zombies and undead critters. Um, so how are you feeling about Resident Evil 4 making a new a new look here with the remake coming out? Well, I'm excited for Resident Evil fans that do not include myself. <laughs> uh, I'm the wrong person when it comes to zombies because that is an overdone trope. Uh, yeah, no, it looks good, though. I think a lot of Resident Evil fans will be really excited for this. Uh, it looks absolutely fantastic. Uh, it's, I'm playing it currently right now uh, on the stream. Uh, these images are captured from a PlayStation 5. Uh, again, a, a very well-done console with amazing graphics, and you can see that here in the trailer as well. Uh, it, lo it looks great. Uh, if you're a Resident Evil fan and you enjoy these kinds of games, you will. Uh, it looks like you will be very excited uh, to play this game and uh, how the graphics look for it. So, I mean, I'd, I would be excited if I actually cared about this game. <laughs> Absolutely. It should be good. I mean, Resident Evil 4 was a popular game, now getting a remake, coming with new graphics, next-gen only or current-gen only, depending how you look at it, consoles as well as PC. It should have some pretty fancy graphics on top of a slightly retooled story here and there, looking good overall. And again, guys, we didn't have a chance to watch the full state of play here. We've watched little bits here and there before today's episode. We are getting information from Polygon.com. So big thanks to our friends Polygon for putting all this together and making it on one nice, concise list because those are sometimes hard to find. Next up is a big one. I teased it last week that I had started here. Whispers Spider-Man Remastered is coming to PC. So not only the big popular Spider-Man game on PlayStation, but it has a little bit of a remastered version coming to PC here as well. John, this makes it the final Sony IP of the major ones. God of War, Uncharted, Ratchet & Clank. We have confirmation on all of those in one degree or another. Every big major IP on PlayStation is now making its way to PC. Yeah, and... Uh... As a massive Spider-Man fan myself, uh, I've played this game on the PlayStation 4. It is an absolute masterpiece. Um, it, everything about this game feels good. Uh, the controls, the fighting, uh, the interactions, the graphics, it felt great on a PlayStation 4. It's going to feel even better on a, on a computer. Uh, highly, highly recommend, if, if you have never played a Spider-Man game, if you have never played a superhero game, this is definitely a great one to check out and take your first dive into. The story is absolutely fantastic. You fight against some very classic Spider-Man enemies. The fight, the fight style is very, very easy to figure out. It's incredibly, like you can customize all the different suits for different abilities. Uh, upgrades are involved as well, so you can make Spider-Man really the best version of himself in this game. Uh, it, it's absolutely great. I, I highly, highly, highly recommend checking this game out if you have never played it on a PlayStation when it comes to PC. And I'd go even farther than what John is saying. Even if you played older Spider-Man games, like the ones on Xbox 360 and PS3, this one has done so much better. Insomniac really knocked it out of the park with this one. Again, it is a port coming to Windows PC, but with it being remastered, hopefully it'll be pretty well tooled for that. And Sony's been making those investments. They've been buying studios buying teams that have been very well known for porting games over so this should be a pretty clean port overall when it does eventually land on august 12th later this year 
Next up is Horizon Forbidden West. They are getting a major update. Gorilla coming in clutch here. A new game plus mode coming over there with Alloy. On top of that, major updates also coming. This one, there's a full trailer for it. We won't watch the whole thing, but you can take a nice look at it. Uh, some enhanced areas, some new graphics, good stuff overall. Just some nice retooling there. And everyone loves New Game Plus. It allows some new customization for the player to kind of go back in and experience things a little bit differently. Whether it be you having your end game gear at the beginning, a new difficulty added, all of that goodness usually coming with New Game Plus. An ultra hard difficulty. Let's go. Ultra hard. Uh, speaking of ultra hard, I don't think this will be, but it'll be a fun one to dive into as well. Also from Gorilla and teamed up with Fire Spite, Horizon Call of the Mountain, which I typed out as Call of the Wild earlier this week on Discord, was shown for Sony's upcoming PlayStation VR 2. It's the next generation of the company's original virtuality headset, and it looks like Gorilla is going to knock it out of the park with this port. Horizon, again, already such a cool game with really cool scenery. Now getting to experience that in VR. And so far, at least from what we've seen early on, John, this one looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks great. It, it's, I mean, <laughs> again, uh, as someone who's not a huge fan of, of VR, uh, mainly due to the uh, gatekeeping that is the massive price tag needed to run VR and get VR equipment, uh, this looks like it would be a game... It, incredible like that that would be incredible to play on vr just the graphics the being able to look around and kind of like this open world setting being able to be immersed uh into the beautiful graphics of this world i mean this has a winner has winner written all over it i'm super excited for this and really can't wait to hear from people who play it on uh the psvr too uh, to see what their opinions are uh when they immerse themselves into this world Winner, winner, robot dinosaur dinner. Next up, the Callisto Protocol trailer. Uh, this one is a little bit of John's flair for zombies, but a little bit more alien-like. Uh, I don't remember the developer behind this one, but it's a new studio, and it's either the same studio that was behind Left 4 Dead originally, or a lot of those developers, uh, or it might be Dead Space, some of the original developers on that game. I can't quite remember. I want to say it's Dead Space, but not 100% sure. Either way, we got a new trailer. It is looking super creepy, and it's slated to be released this year still, 2022, December 2nd. It'll get delayed. Just give it time. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised. I thought it was going to get delayed, to be completely honest. The fact that they're still aiming for 2022, uh, we'll call it a valiant cause. We'll see if it ends up landing where they want it All to. Right. Next up, we have a couple more indie-style games. Rollers Roam, a stylish and violent roller skating battler. Uh, we've seen a couple roller skating games come out recently. This one announced for release in August. So coming out a bit later this year, we'll take a quick look at this one as we wait. Uh, again, Ubisoft releasing their roller derby game, I believe, next week as well. Sounds like a hybrid of like the Simpsons and Family Guy cartoon styles put together. And you have guns, so it's kind of a oh. very more violent roller type of game, it looks like. I mean... <laughs> Uh, we're going to keep that one to myself. Yeah, it looks a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> roller skates and guns. America. Hey, for those love who it. played Sable as well, it kind of has that same kind of art style too. Yeah, Joey's going to go pull a 980 and then pop some heads while doing it. Look at that. Pop, pop. Or as T-Smans would say, pop one, pop two, and then maybe score a goal depending on what the point of this game is. Anyway, next up, Eternites is an action game and a dating sim, John. Quite the combo. Uh, that'll come out next year for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. We got a new trailer on that one as well. Uh, so if you're looking for some action as well as some dating sim action all kind of blended together, it's now a thing here in Eternites. Oh, they start out with the Star Wars cut your arm off uh, sequence here in the, uh, in the trailer. Uh, that's always classy. Oh, look, and his arm grows back. That's realistic, and he has a sword. Um, Joey, I'm waiting for the dating simulation part of this announcement trailer. Uh, so oh, it far, comes. Just, it definitely comes. I, I don't know if I want to see it. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. Like, you're over here kicking butt, kicking some monsters' butts, and, you know. And who's going to cheer you on at the end, John, but a highlight of about five different girls that you get to talk to potentially here, it looks like. This um, is... <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, uh, this is what we've come to. Fighting games followed up by uh, dates uh, that will cost uh, like 300 in-game gold uh, to pay the tab off afterwards. Uh, cool. Awesome. Fantastic. Oh, they're holding hands. It's precious. Okay, what? Unlock fine. the girls' NFTs as well. Just kidding. Very oh, funny. stop it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <sighs> but, yes, Eternites, if you guys want some action and to fight with your sword arm type of thing, and then later on do a little dating sim action and then ride around on a motorcycle, all of that coming. Again, next year, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 with Eternites. One game, two different actions. Look at that.
quite filled. Quite filled with action. Uh, next up, some more PSVR 2 announcements. Unfortunately, no dating sims included in this one, but we have Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil Village, both getting some PlayStation VR 2 content. And we also got a look at The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2, as well as a little bit of a teaser for No Man's Sky. So a number of things coming to PSVR 2. So far, we know there's about 20 games. We don't know all the titles as of yet, but some in-house stuff from PlayStation, like we saw with Horizon Call of the Mountain. On top of that, some big partners here with Resident Evil, The Walking Dead, and more. So we'll see more and more of those announcements as the year goes on. But at least from the sound of things, they're going to have about 20 games ready for the launch of PSVR 2 whenever that does come either later this year or early next year. Next up is the big stuff. So we were teasing some of this earlier this week. Uh, we knew it was coming eventually. I was actually told April 2022 on this one. I don't know what the delay came from, but Sony never held a showcase in April, so that might have been the reason. Uh, they do hold the marketing rights for this one and now the exclusivity rights as well. They said not only no to Xbox, not only no to the Nintendo Switch, if he could even run it to begin with, and they said no to PC. This is not only a console time exclusive, this is a full-timed exclusive. Final Fantasy 16 heading to the PlayStation 5 and only the PlayStation 5 for a limited time. We got nearly a three-minute trailer on this one. We have dragons, fighting, talks of war, no dating sims, but plenty of action in this new trailer. Anything to mention on Final Fantasy, John? I see that smirk over there. I can tell you're a fan and have played all other 15 games in this series. No, the, the, the smirk is because I thought we were moving on to the next topic, so I closed the window. And, uh, yeah, definitely did not move on to the next topic. Uh, so uh, on Twitch, that's my bad. Uh, oh, so yeah, yeah. we're getting into the spicy stuff now. So Final mm -hmm. Fantasy 16 was the beginning, John. We have a couple more coming here as well. The next big one, it was teased a bit earlier in the year, Street Fighter VI. Following off a big Street Fighter V launch, now Street Fighter VI has an official trailer, and it will be coming. Uh, it was originally announced again fe February 2022, earlier on. And now we have another look at the series. This one will be coming to PlayStation. I got to look at this. Um, but I believe it is Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 5, and PC. And it does, yes, it will be coming to PlayStation 4 as well. So partly last-gen. A lot of new gen. Um, for big fighters, again, Sony did recently buy Evo, so they will be pushing fighting titles quite a bit. I actually thought they were going to try for exclusivity on this one, but I think it is a smart move leaving it on all platforms at launch. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Street Fighter is a massively popular fighting game, uh, so it, it makes complete sense having it available across all platforms. Yeah, I feel like they could have gone the route where they say, hey, like, we are going to own this big fighting scene. We have Evo. We're going to hold all the licenses for all these big fighting titles. But I like that they keep it open. It allows more people to kind of jump into that universe, that FGC scene. And I think this is the move. Even, like, denying limited exclusivity, I think the full launch everywhere is the way to go. So I'm glad to see uh, Sony as well as Street Fighter and Capcom moving forward in that direction. Next up is a fan favorite of mine, and just a quick mention, Tunic. Uh, this was an indie game that released early on in March for PC and Xbox. It will now be coming to PlayStation as well with the little baby fox and its complicated play. Uh, I call this the Dark Souls meets Zelda game. Uh, very complicated. You have to learn a lot of attack patterns. It's very difficult to move through some of these dungeons, but it is a fun one. And the cute little fox just kind of keeps you going on with his little bumbly tail. Uh, this one will be dropping PlayStation 4 and PS5 on September 27th with his little bumbly tail. I mean, this fox is adorable, is it not? Until so you go up against some of these enemies that just make you want to slam your head up against the wall. But hey, you guys can now experience it as well. Again, September 27th. Season, A Letter to the Future. I have not watched this trailer. I'm not really sure what it's about. But it is an indie game coming from Scavenger Studio. It will be released on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and Windows PC later this fall. Then, last but not least, John, this is a nice little cat. Uh, for T-Spans over there in chat, we know he's a big fan of cats. Uh, this one will have him purring. Blue 12 Studios Cyberpunk Cat Game, which will let players do all sorts of cat activities, like knocking things over. Uh, I'm not going to read all of this. <laughs> Woo, hello there. And it will be released on July 19th on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. This is going to be a limited timed exclusive for PlayStation platforms. I believe it also releases on PC. Not 100% sure on that, though. And PlayStation Plus members will be getting this perfect game at no extra cost. Joey. Yes, sir. Do not do that again. 
I mean, I don't know about you, John, but I want to play this one right now. Uh, I think this looks like a lot of fun. Uh, there is a number of cool things in this from like stealth mechanics with the cat. Uh, I'm kind of curious about this little like robotic backpack you're wearing. Are we like taking a camera with us? Are we going to get door access through scans with this thing? Uh, is it like a radio like in Stranger Things? Like what's going on with this thing? Um, but on top of that, some cool puzzle movement as you see the cat kind of traversing its way through. Uh, what looks like a crowded, I would say Chinese style city. Uh, we'll have to see what comes of this when it drops later on in July. See, chat's a big fan of the puns, I can tell, can't you? I, I can't see chat right now because that's the screen I'm using to show this <laughs> cat game for the stream. It's uh, okay. So, I think you could imagine what's happening. Oh, I, I, I can imagine. I'm, I'm pretty sure T-Spans is like, let's go! Oh my gosh. I think it looks like fun. I hope it drops on PC, but at least for now, it looks like console-wise, it will be exclusive to PlayStation platforms when that one again drops July 19th. And that will wrap up today's State of Play. John, that to me was a packed State of Play. I feel like they hit some great first-party stuff. They touched on a lot of third-party partners. Some big stuff in there like Stray, Final Fantasy, Street Fighter, uh, some exclusivity agreements in Sony style that they like to do. And so far, they've worked out quite well. And on top of that, it was only 30 minutes long, and they fit all that content. You hit indies, you hit AAAs, you hit partners, you hit just about everything. 30 minutes long? What? They probably still did like the, the countdown into a countdown timer. Oh my and gosh, then, I hate that trend. It's so annoying. It needs to stop. It needs to stop now. Absolutely not a fan. So with that, unless you have anything else to say on the Sony State of Play that happened today, uh, I think we can start rolling our way into Summer Game Fest and some of our other expectations over there. Word. Word cotton. Uh, let's first take a look at the 2022 partner lineup. We have about 30 partners listed so far with more to be announced, according to Jeff Keighley and his fancy little graphic over here. Uh, some of the big ones, we have 2K, Activision, Atlas over there with Sega, Bandai Namco, we have Epic Games, EA, Devolver Digital, uh, Focus Entertainment, my boys over there with the Plague Tale. You have PlayStation, Netflix, Raw Fury, uh, Warner Brother Games, there's going to be some Gotham Knights footage shown off. You have Xbox on here with their Bethesda Showcase. You have MiHoYo over there with Genshin Impact. John, there's uh, quite a few partners, and one in particular that I think a lot of people pass up is Frost Giant. That one is one of the new companies, uh, a new indie company that was started by a lot of previous, I believe it was World of Warcraft developers as well as Hearthstone developers. So super excited to see what they eventually put out as well, and hopefully we'll get a teaser trailer this summer. I totally thought you were going to be like, oh, yeah, and one that everyone overlooks is Xbox. Kyle's uh, just waiting ha, for like, ha, ha. Xbox plug for its talking about frost giant man the big yeti of small indie game development found in northrend on, on azeroth what do you know ah, northrend yes master um i don't know what? where that <laughs> what, what was that <laughs> I, I went like partly sith there i'm not really sure what happened but uh that was a thing and we're moving on uh so summer game fest it's happening there's lots of action again it's tough to tell exactly who's partnered outside of this graphic there are a number of other showcases uh, the Wholesome Direct is another one that's not on that graphic. PC Gaming Show, not sure if they're going to iterate with Summer Game Fest, Guerrilla Collective. Uh, everyone's kind of doing their own thing, and some of them sign on to, I guess, be semi-marketed by Summer Game Fest or be included. Others are like, yo, we're just going to stay separate. We don't need this Jeff Keighley action. So it's tough to tell what exactly falls under what umbrella. But with there being no E3, it's all going to be pretty much be Summer Game Fest to all of us here on the show. With that being said, we've looked at the partners. Uh, let's take a look at the teaser trailer as well, John. We can pull that up on stream for those live with us. Uh, we see a number of different games here. I would say somewhere around 12 to 15 games quickly highlighted here. Uh, it doesn't say when any of them are, but we can kind of take some hints from some of the stuff we see here in this trailer. Yeah, I have to make sure I mute it so we don't get that, that lovely uh, DMCA here on, on, on Twitch. But yes, uh, so we will check this out. Uh, a lot of cool stuff that we get to see here in this trailer. Uh, hopefully, these are going to be some of the games that we'll be learning a little bit more about uh, as well. And again, it's kind of recapping everything that we touched on uh, towards the beginning of today's show with some of the big announcements here. Obviously, you know, we see some uh, Doctor Strange. We saw some Starfield in there as well. Uh, taking a look at just quick snippets of these games uh, that we are set to see at Summer Game Fest. And it's going to be really exciting. Can't wait for it. Uh, I just found a new one I didn't see the first time. 
Uh, so let's talk about these, just briefly mentioning what we've seen or what we think we've saw. Uh, F1 2022, I believe, was shown in there. Sonic Frontiers. We recently got a little bit more of a deep dive from Sega. It looks like we might see more of that coming here soon. Ghostbusters Spirit Unleashed. They did tease the car or the van, rather, in there. Uh, Cuphead DLC, the delicious last course. Uh, Cuphead being that game that just keeps on giving, both in frustrations as well as new content, new DLC coming there. We have Multiverses, the Smash clone for the Warner Brothers IPs. I've heard really good things from that. Uh, I did not get into the alpha test. Not sure if you did, John. But as far as Smash clones goes, it sounds like Multiverses might hit quite a few people in the right department as far as fighting games. It's almost like Multiverses is a good game. It's a good title, I should ah, say. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Very funny. Yes, thank you for my <laughs> Discord correction there, too. Apparently, I misspelled <laughs> a lot of things on Discord as of late. Uh, we have TMNT Shredder's Revenge for those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fans. That one will be shown as well. Redfall and Starfield, uh, both delayed, unfortunately, to 2023 instead of releasing here later in 2022. But with that being said, they're both teased, so we will see them, whether they be at the Xbox Bethesda Showcase or during Jeff Keighley's event. It sounds like they will be somewhere alongside the Summer Game Fest. We have Saints Row with a teaser. We have Marvel's Midnight Suns. Uh, I believe that was the Doctor Strange teaser we saw there. Uh, that's a new game coming out from 2K. Uh, from what I've heard, it's supposed to play similar to like an XCOM style game. So we should be getting some more details, hopefully more than cinematics. I'd like to see gameplay for that one. We have Lord of the Rings, Gollum. Uh, that's a weird game concept to begin with. The idea of just taking over Smeagol and going, oh, my precious, uh, kind of playing through that whole storyline and diving a little bit more into why he's kind of obsessed with the ring and looking at all that goodness. Uh, we have Genshin Impact, super popular in China and super popular over here. Uh, it's one of those good old gotcha games where you can just spend, spend, spend all of your money and hopefully get some roles that you want to play with as well. And then we have Fortnite, and that will be what Dwayne The Rock Johnson is showing up for. Some Fortnite action as well as to show off his new film, Black Adam. Dwayne Johnson plays no build mode. Let's go. I hope so. I think he's actually <laughs> a character in Fortnite. Like, I'll yeah. be honest, I know very little about Fortnite lore. Uh, I avoided Fortnite like the plague because I couldn't keep up with building. Now that there's no build mode, I dive in a little bit here and there. Uh, but there's like a billion skins and all different things going on and portals being spawned here and there, both in-game and in lore. And I am honestly have no idea what is going on over there. You have any idea what The Rock plays in Fortnite? Like what his lore I, base is? No. Um, Fortnite has lore? I thought they just like threw an asteroid at a planet and called it a day and changed the map and do stupid things like that I don't, I don't know there you go we have tilted the towers here on the show uh but yeah unfortunately i do not know much about the lore but hopefully Dwayne the rock johnson can fill us in a little bit maybe he'll even throw an xfl ad up there for the sports fans too uh and then we do have a new look at gotham knights we talked about that a little bit earlier because warner brothers was a partner uh that is confirmed to be shown in summer game fest opening night live and so far that's the only thing jeff Keeley has official confirmed outside of the guest appearance of The Rock. Whew. John, we're chugging along, buddy. Uh, we've gone over the schedule. We've talked about the state of play. We've looked at the partner list as well as what appeared in the teasers for Summer Game Fest. And now we get to the fun part. We get to talk about the overall view of Summer Game Fest and some of the things we're hoping to see, some of the things we're predicting to see, and all of that goodness. So with that, I'm going to go over to you first. I know there's a number of games out there that have piqued your interest. The zombie games, of course, but outside of those <laughs> as well, John, since Chad already knows you're a big fan of those. Totally. Uh, what other type of games are you looking forward to, whether it be a new use of an IP or a older game making a return? What are you looking to see this summer? I'll be honest. I want to see more Starfield. I, 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 want, I want more information. Obviously, you know, it, it's being pushed. That It's fine. But if you're going to push it, just give me more information. I want more. I want to see more. I want to know what's going on. Uh, that's a game that has the hype built around it. Uh, I would love to know more about uh, the other Star Wars IP or, or games out there uh, that are possibly coming out or are in development or, or more about Star Wars Eclipse. Uh, that would be really cool to find out more about as well. Uh, Star Wars is at an all-time high currently with the Kenobi series on Disney Plus being absolutely freaking stellar. If you have not watched it, episode three, holy crap. It's going to leave that there. Uh, it's... You know, that's what I want to see. Um, and also, I, I kind of want to see things I'm not expecting. I, I want, uh, you know, give me some indie titles that are, you know, going to gonna make some splashes here in the gaming scene. Give me something that I'm not expecting. Um, you know, 
give me something that is going to make me want to wait the year and a half it's going to take from uh, this announcement for it to actually come out. Uh, surprising gamers out there with announcements in these showcases is always great. It's always that, oh, and one more thing moment. Like, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a, a big bang that gets the internet crashing Twitter. That's what I want to see. I want to see Twitter go down from people blowing it up uh, from a, a one more thing announcement at the end of a showcase. I want something absolutely massive that it breaks the internet. And Halo is coming to PlayStation. No, I'm kidding. Oh, that's not um, That would be crazy. <laughs> um, so Star Wars, you talked about Star Wars. So I have two things for you. One, I want to hear your best lightsaber sound effect. Can I use my phone? No, no, no. This is all mouth, buddy. Why? Like, like, wonk. Oh, wah, that was wah, pretty good. Wah. Okay, I like it. There we go. <laughs> nice. Well done, sir. Well done. Uh, next, I want to hear your thoughts on Jedi or Star Wars Jedi Survivor. So we did finally get a look at that at Celebration this past week. Uh, I'm super stoked for this game. Love the original. What are your initial thoughts here? And where will people be able to get more information about that game from your perspective as well? <laughs> you act like I've written that article yet, uh, <laughs> which is going to be featured on Gamer Bites. Speaking of Gamer Bites, <laughs> uh, tonight's show is presented by Gamer Bites, bite-sized gaming and esports news delivered weekly directly to your inbox. Sign up today. Uh, for that uh, newsletter, which comes out uh, Friday mornings, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, Joey. That, that that was your key to put that uh, keystroke in there, but I got it in there for you. Don't worry about that. Sign up link is in chat for you as well uh, for Gamer Bites. Yeah, Joey, I'm super excited for it. Uh, Gamer Bites will have a uh, article diving deep into that as well for more information. But it's going to be great. Jedi Fallen Order was an absolutely fantastic game. Joey spent. Way too much time 100%ing that game, looking for every small plant and every nook and cranny on every single planet possible. Uh, so, Joey, a big uh, shout-out uh, to uh, to you for doing what nobody really wants to do. Uh, so, <laughs> that's good, cool. Um, but, yeah, I think this next game is going to be fantastic. It takes place five years after the original Jedi Fallen Order game, uh, roughly around the same time frame that we're seeing right now in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, uh, which I think is perfect. I mean, there's a big time gap between Episode 3 and Episode 4 of the Star Wars movies that has a lot of rich content that can be developed, and the fact that uh, this video game is going to be a part of the Star Wars canon to help explain what happened after Order 66 to Cal Kestis, uh, what happens to the Jedi Order. Obviously, we know Obi-Wan Kenobi, or Ben, is hiding somewhere in a cave uh, for a little bit uh, until he comes back in episode four. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of really cool things happening in the world, and it's such a great time to learn more about Cal Kestis, a, a survivor of Order 66, a Jedi, an undercover Jedi, if you will, uh, trying to live in a galaxy controlled by the just Imperial Empire. Uh, so, yeah, I think it'll be really, really cool. Um, it's going to be a great game. If you love Star Wars games and you have not played Fallen Order, definitely do that and then play uh, Jedi Survivor when that comes out because uh, it's going to be just as good. They have done a fantastic job with that game series, Joey, and I, I honestly cannot wait, and I do not want to wait for this next game. I want it now. Yeah, and you'll get it soon enough. Uh, we did give a exclusive over on the Starlight Beacon Transmissions podcast. That one will be releasing early 2023. Uh, from what I've been told, late February, early March over in that time frame. So it should be fun. Don't have a ton more information than that. Uh, it's going to be a lot darker. You're playing literally as a survivor here. So not only were you a survivor in the game originally, but in this one, you're really doing a lot more surviving. Uh, it's going to be a lot more intense. There's going to be a lot more sneaking around. Uh, not only as stealth, but really just to keep your life here uh, instead of having to respawn over and over. So it'll be interesting to see the darker elements get fused into that. Highly recommend checking out the teaser if you haven't already. Uh, again, it doesn't give too much information away, but it does have some cool teasers to look forward to, uh, both for veterans who played the original game as well as those who are just fans of Star Wars in general. Uh, you mentioned Starfield as well, John, so let's talk a little bit about Starfield. This is the big new IP from Bethesda, obviously known for Elder Scrolls and Fallout. Huge series over there. This is the next one that Todd Howard is putting his nice mittens onto, and supposedly it is going to be a big success, at least if we look at the hype so far coming around it. 
With that being said, he called a shot. He said 11-11-22 is when this game is launching. It looked like the perfect date. Yeah, the date and the month together, and it equals 2022, the year. It just it was perfection, except for the fact that the game is not ready to launch on that date. Uh, that delay did come through. We don't know when, but so far the first half of 2023 is the new target. Uh, I, I've heard different things about this. Uh, a lot of it from what I've heard is the flighting is not quite there. They want those mechanics to feel very nice and smooth, and so far they're feeling a little rugged. So that's one of the reasons it is going back to the drawing board. Uh, another thing is the game is massive. If anyone's played Skyrim, these games have very, very big maps. Uh, this one in particular, a number of different planets. It's going to take a while to get all that graphically up to date, especially in COVID times where Q&A is much harder. Uh, not question and answer, rather, quality assurance. So it's going to take a lot of time for those bugs to be fixed, and we know uh, Bethesda is also known for their bugs. So taking some extra time here under the Microsoft umbrella, this being their first big launch under that umbrella, they want to make sure to get it right. Um, what are you hoping to see in Starfield, John? Are you looking for diversity of planets or species? Are you looking for gun mechanics, shipbuilding? What are you looking forward to the most? Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. F uh, one of the thing I one of the things I absolutely love about any kind of game where uh, you can just kind of explore is going and seeing different planets is going and exploring the galaxy. I think that's one of the things that I love about the world of Warcraft is there's different continents you can go to. There's different worlds you can go to and experience different things. Uh, and that's one of the great things about traveling in real life also is, is you get to experience different cultures, get different, uh, you know, uh, ecosystems, uh, whether you go to, uh, the tropics or you go to a tundra region or you go to a, a desert region, you know, you get to experience different things and kind of take in uh, everything that that place has to offer. And that's something that a lot of game developers have done a fantastic job at doing as well. Starfield, being able to fly around, visit different planets, different seeing different species, different creatures uh, is going to be a lot is going to be really exciting. So for me, it's really the, the exploration aspect of the game. Obviously, everything else that's built in, the story, the lore, uh, fighting, though, that's great. Uh, but for me, it, it's the exploring, it's the exploration that really gets me excited. So that's something I kind of want to see here is if we do get an update on Starfield uh, in these presentations, I would love to see concept art, more concept art. I would love to see uh, maybe in-game unfinished graphics or, 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 or a little bit more substance to what we will or won't be doing. Uh, any kind of information is great, but I would just love to see all the different, some of the different planets, not all of them, some of the different planets that we might be able to travel to and what we can expect on those planets. Yeah, I'm very similar. I mean, the biomes, that exploratoriness is kind of what jumps out to me as well. I want to see different planets, uh, big bodies of water, and we saw the crazy nightclub already in concept art uh, and the different drugs that are kind of fished up there. Uh, what are the people like in these societies? What kind of species are there? That's one of the cool things that I think Star Wars does very well. You have all of these different things from the Zabrax to the Twi'lex and all of the different species kind of coming together in these different environments. And on top of that, the different planet designs. Uh, we had Alderaan at one point, uh, keyword at one point. Uh, you have Naboo and you have Coruscant and all these really cool planets. And I'm hoping Starfield can deliver something similar. Again, Star Wars itself has been around for I mean, it's decades at the very least. I don't know how many years in particular, uh, but it's been around for a hot minute. So they've had plenty of time to develop. Starfield, rather, has been around for seven to ten years. So the lore, obviously, is not going to be as big, as deep, but it can be something that is built upon for years to come as well. So very, very excited for that one. Uh, Redfall is another weird game to me. It's one that didn't stick out to me a ton at the beginning. It's over there by Arcane. Uh, very well known for stuff like the Dishonored series. They came out with Prey, which is a cult classic as well. Uh, really cool storytellers over there. This game to me looked very similar to Fortnite graphics, and it didn't really turn me on that much. I'm not a big vampire fan like John either. Uh, with that being said, there's some really cool mechanics in this game, and I've heard some really cool things. Kind of like Borderlands meets vampires meets really fun co-op action. So I am getting my interest peaked for this game, even though I know very little about it so far. Anything else about that one you want to mention, John? I know like shooting wooden stakes is right down your alley. Oh, totally. Yeah, I just rather go around and bite people's necks off. Why? Why would we oh, just do that? Oh, the Luis Suarez, we call that. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
Good times, good times. Uh, I think one of the things that we're going to look at, so overall, guys, game development has been tough with COVID. There's going to be fewer showcases. Uh, that's one thing we already know. EA is not holding a major showcase. I don't believe Sony is holding one outside of the state of play we just saw. I do think Nintendo is still going to hold two more. I think they're going to have a major direct on either Monday or Tuesday after the Xbox Bethesda showcase. And then I think they'll have a, I think it's going to be a Xenoblade Chronicles direct later on this month, probably the second to last, maybe even the last week of June. And then as we get into July and August, you'll probably see a Splatoon direct as well. Uh, there's some cool Zelda announcements that should come too. So Nintendo should have some stuff to mention. Uh, on top of that, Ubisoft, we haven't seen them mentioned yet. I don't know if they're going to come out or not. I do think we'll see Avatar in some degree. Sony supposedly has the marketing partnership for that one. So you'd either see it at a state of play later on this year, maybe in August or September, or we could see that in Jeff Keighley's event too. Uh, Jeff Keighley being one of those big people that kind of brings in all these big trailers. Uh, there's definitely a possibility that could be in the Summer Game Fest kickoff. I'm somewhat excited for that game. I can't say I'm the biggest Avatar IP person. I like the original movie. It was very... Um, Staying away from spoilers, it was similar to the Pocahontas storyline. We'll just say that. Uh, and I'm curious to see where the rest of the movies go. As a game itself, I'm not super stoked for it. But with that being said, it was enough to excite Disney to give Ubisoft a Star Wars contract. So that is worth mentioning at the very least. How about you? Thoughts on Avatar? Are you ready to dive into, what is it, Pandora? Yeah, the, the, the totally original story from Avatar that was not ripped off from Pocahontas. Or my favorite... Fern Gully, which is almost the identical story of Avatar. Uh, yeah. Um, I think the thing that Av that people loved about Avatar was that for its time, the graphics were just head over heels better than anything we've ever seen. Uh, that has a chance uh, to really make the sequel even better, which in turns the hype for the game is going to be even bigger. Um, we already see what graphics are like on next-gen consoles, what PC graphics are able to look like and do. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that would be kind of cool, too, and I agree with you. I mean, the fact that uh, that studio was awarded a Star Wars game goes to show you how great, uh, at least, Disney is looking at that Avatar game. So uh, that's a big thumbs up. That's what we call a green flag, friends. Uh, so yeah, uh, super excited for that, and we'll uh, we'll take a look when it comes. Well, hopefully, we'll see a little bit more. I I really want flags now. I think that would be fun. I need like a checkered flag and a red flag, maybe a white flag for my surrenders. We'll make it happen. OTN budget is about to buy some flags. Um, <laughs> ah, good time to there. A second. <laughs> oh, did I freeze? Andy's back with a little dance. Welcome back, Joey. Hey, there we go. Uh, I like your little smile there that came out. <laughs> jo um, Joey is a red flag, according to uh, Panic in the Pat. <laughs> Panic yeah, in the Pat. I mean, Panic I was talking Pat. about flags. I wanted my checkered one and my white one and my red one and all that, but we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll get a little cloud <laughs> like the Koopas in Mario Kart. Who knows? Uh, let's talk Xbox Bethesda, John. This is one of the bigger showcases. Starfield Redfall, we already talked a bit about. One of the other games I am stoked to see is Avowed. A vow from Obsidian Entertainment taking place in the Pillars of Eternity universe. Uh, for those big fans of, let's say, like Skyrim and the Elder Scrolls games, I think this one is going to deliver. There's going to be hand-casted spells you pretty much cast with your hands, no scepter needed. Uh, you got some cool sword play, a big open-world environment. From what I've heard, not quite Skyrim size, but pretty darn close. Uh, I'm pretty stoked for this game. I think, again, I'm not the biggest Skyrim player, but I love the idea of that universe being expanded upon, and I love the idea of a new game in that vein. And I really think Avowed is going to deliver, and not only deliver, John, but I think we're going to see gameplay on Sunday as well. Oh, mark it down. Clip it. Someone clip it. Clip it and ship it. Let's go. Clip it and ship it. So Avowed is one to look forward to. Uh, not only that, but we're going to see Josh Sawyer over at Obsidian unveil his new project as well. I forgot the code name. It's like Penitence or Pertinence or something like that. Uh, it's going to be a murder mystery game. It's kind of set in the, I think it's the 16th century, if I remember correctly. Uh, wait for the reveal, guys. It's going to be cool. It's going to be a little bit more narrative-based, but Josh Sawyer, a really cool, innovative person within the industry. We should see that on Sunday as well. Uh, Grounded 1.0, that release has got to come sooner than later. I think it's going to be either late 2022 or early 2023, so you can get down with the bugs. 
Hopefully not bugs in game outside the little creepy crawlers that you're going to be riding and training and cutting up for shoes and all that good stuff. Uh, Grounded will eventually hit full release here pretty soon. Uh, I don't really want to get into too many other teasers because I don't want to ruin anything. Uh, for Game Pass subscribers that have families, I think there's going to be a family membership that's announced here. Uh, we do know there's a streaming player in the works. I don't know if that's going to get announced at this showcase or not, but that should be coming at some point as well. Um, John, what other things Xbox Bethesda are you excited for? So we talked a little bit about Starfield. We've hit on Redfall. Uh, there's a number of unknown projects that I think will kind of come out and be revealed here. Uh, Fable, do you think we'll see anything Fable? Because I'm not quite sure on that one. Yeah, I'm not sure on that either. I, I think a lot of people would be happy if we saw some more information on Fable. Um, yeah, I, I honestly don't know. I haven't seen anything that screams yes we will uh so um yeah I, I guess that could be one of our surprises that we look forward to if they do there you go uh chat anything else that you're excited for throughout summer game fest whether it be xbox bethesda whether it be playstation we have their state of play already maybe nintendo showing up uh, i'm stoked for mario strikers coming out later in june there's so many games being shown uh, and we haven't seen God of War Ragnarok either, so that's another one to keep an eye out for. Maybe that makes its way into the Summer Game Fest show with Jeff Keighley. Uh, Hellblade 2, for those looking out for that, I think that will make an appearance. Not sure if it's going to be in the Xbox Bethesda showcase or in Jeff Keighley's show, but we'll definitely be getting something Hellblade 2 from the sound of things. Uh, I think we'll see some more gameplay. That game, absolutely stunning so far. Uh, a lot of people thought it was a CGI trailer when it was actually in-game footage that was shown back at the Game Awards in December. So some really cool cutting-edge stuff being done there. Project Mara is a horror game in the works from Ninja Theory as well, the same makers. That supposedly could be shown as well. It was originally slated for a 2022 release. Not sure if it's still going to make that, but it's possible. Forza Motorsport, Forza Horizon. Uh, Forza Horizon came out last year, was a big stunner, one of the highest-rated games of the year in 2021. Now we'll have Forza Motorsport. I don't know if they're running with the 8 or not, but it is the 8th installment in the title. Uh, that's supposedly still supposed to drop later this year in 2022, so we'll keep an eye out for that one as well. Uh, John, I'm stoked again. want to kind of avoid spoilers here in this light edition of the show as we do get a little bit closer. Uh, let's talk a bit about our content coverage. We're still kind of ironing things out. Summer Game Fest is going to be on Thursday, June 9th. Uh, I don't think we'll be available to co-stream because work is a thing, unfortunately, during the day. Um, but I believe John and I, as well as Drew, and maybe a few others, will be planning to do a show later that night to recap the event. Uh, it'll probably be around the normal level up time at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Again, Thursday, June 9th for that one. On top of that, John, I think the plan is to co-stream the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. We've been welcomed back as co-streamers for that. That went really well last year for us. So hoping to do that again, and then we'll probably do some kind of breakdown panel later that evening as well. See, Level Up Nation, Joey being an Xbox shill has its perks. Back-to-back -back <laughs> years covering the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. Look at that. Should be fun times, guys. So lots of stuff. Lord of the Rings. We have Batman. We have great Sony announcements today. Plenty of Xbox Bethesda stuff to talk about. And we didn't even get into a lot of the stuff. Like Machine Games has some cool stuff to show. And there's so much more I want to talk about. Uh, but for now, we're going to hold off, John, I think, as we're coming to the end of today's show. It is hitting 9 p.m. Eastern time. We don't want to keep people too late. Plus, we have some Gamer Bytes articles still to write with how crazy this week has been. Again, guys, if you want to check that out, bit.ly forward slash Gamer Bytes sign up to sign up for that newsletter. It is delivered weekly. Uh, next week is probably going to be a lighter edition because we'll do a bigger one for Summer Game Fest the following week. Um, but overall, you usually get some big stories throughout in that article, and it's definitely worth checking out. All right, Nation, that is going to do it for tonight's edition of Level Up Live. But before you go, head on over to patreon.com slash OTN and consider becoming a part of the Overtime Network. In return, you will get access to exclusive content that nobody else in the world can get unless you're a part of OTN Media. If you haven't done so already, make sure you follow the show here on Twitch to catch the next episode of Level Up Live. If you listen to the show on our podcast feed, please do leave us a review if your podcatcher allows you. The Level Up Podcast is available on several different podcatchers, not just Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play, but anywhere else. Just look up the Level Up Podcast, and we are there for you. Nation, we love to hear from you. We love to hear from everyone so much. There's multiple ways you can reach out to us. Joey, where are some of those ways? Absolutely, guys. Head over to Twitter. Uh, Twitter at Level Up Live, L-V-L-U-P Live. In addition, you can follow the Umbrella Company, OTN Media as well. Twitter and Facebook at OTN Media and on Instagram at OTN underscore media. 
last but not live hit us with last but not least uh hit us with a follow over here on twitch twitch.tv forward slash otn media this show level up 8 p.m eastern time on thursdays again we'll be back next week but it'll be a special episode talking about summer game fest and doing a little bit of recap of that opening night show previewing what's to come throughout the rest of the weekend fam don't do drugs it's as simple as that but something you should do is tune in next week on June 9th. That's Thursday as we cover the latest and greatest in gaming sports news. Do your ears and eyes a favor. Hit that sub and follow button to know when the next episode of Level Up Live is ready for your entertainment pleasures. We'll catch you all next week. Enjoy your weekend. Remember, be nice to your fellow gamers online. And as always, Level, level Up. up.